When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. About to catch up with Jeff Kolb, Fox 4 Sports, joining us here in the G-Bag Nation as it's hour number five, the power hour, the final hour of this TD Tuesday extravaganza. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, and you. We will have TD Tuesday coming up on the other side, and then we'll cross talk with tonight's version of the Get Right. I believe it's going to be the three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold and Alec Medford, Little Red Medford. I'm sure Alec can chime in on his favorite wrestler. He's a big wrestling fan. Did that top 10 earlier. But without further ado, let's go out to the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline and welcome in Jeff Culp. Jeff, how the hell you doing, bro? Hey, guys. Great to be on with you. Man, uh, you know, certainly I know you were out there in Miami. It it wasn't the way that the Cowboy fans wanted it to go, like myself. But, uh, I mean, are are you maybe the jinx here? Because I saw you posting that the last time you were in Miami and Tua played, he came out with a win. And this time, certainly, Tua did come out on the winning end. That's right. No, Miami was great until about that final minute. So I, I was there in 2018 for the Orange Bowl when Bama went up. I think it was 21 nothing on Oklahoma. And OU made it close late, but Atua got the win there and then came out on top in this one. And what a, what a turn of emotions, you know. You get that 17-play drive late from Dak, and you're feeling so great about this game. And then uh, things turned really quickly there at the end, and it was – you know, you're getting ready for a happy locker room, and and then all of a sudden, it's you know, where did this go wrong? What were uh, what were some of your immediate takeaways from that one? I mean, there were several plays I think that stood out, but you had C.D. Lamb. That's the one thing we've been talking about, trying to figure out why in the world was C.D. Lamb, who was just torching Miami, just essentially irrelevant for a couple of quarters, and they go back to him when they end up having that game-winning drive or what could have been the game-winning drive. But I'm curious, what stood out to you most from that loss in Miami? Yeah, I think the thing for me that was frustrating was the defense played so well. Um, You know, you hold the top scoring offense in the league to five field goals, and that's something to be proud of. But, you know, little things, as I know you guys were talking earlier about, the attention to detail has really bit this team. And in some ways, I think this felt a lot like at Philly. You know, little things, a toenail here or there, um, kind of held this team back from – a win in Miami, a win in Philadelphia. You, you get those two wins, and and you're, you know, top seed in the NFC right now. Obviously, that's kind of a cheap, you know, argument to make on paper because it's not there. But, um, you know, and then that opening drive for Pollard not to get in, as you know, I know you guys have been talking about, and then obviously the fumble. Um, they need more from this run game, and Detroit is, I think, third best against the run in the league so far this year. So. Um, yes, I think there's something to be had there in the passing game against Detroit. But, you know, when you look ahead towards facing Philly again or San Francisco again, uh, if it's just going to be all on Dak Prescott, I don't like that formula for this team. Yeah, you mentioned that, uh, Jeff, about, uh, you know, just uh, if it's all on Dak Prescott. But you know, we've seen him play at a very, very high level. I just felt like they missed some opportunities in that game. 
yeah. yesterday. I mean, you mentioned defense played well enough. That, you know, the couple of quarters basically with no C.D. Lamb, though, did you get any reasons why? I know we had Todd Archer on earlier. I was watching the All-22. It seemed like there was nothing really different about how they were covering. Have any of your sources told you anything any different than of why they just didn't get him the ball enough? Honestly, no, no. I, and I think that was really a dumbfounding part to, to how this game went. It, you know, that opening drive, it seemed like a good script, right? 15 right. plays and they go right down. And then it just felt like, you know, there was all the talk all week about the Vic Fangio blueprint storyline. And sure. it felt like for a while in the meat of that game that he had some answers, you know, to stop uh, Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy's attack. And it just seems like it took too long for whatever reason. And maybe that's the most concerning part that we don't really know why it was, right. um, you know, like you guys were, I think, talking about earlier with Todd. At some point, you just have to throw it at CD, period. He's right. the best playmaker. He's one of the top receivers in the league. You just have to go there. I don't care if Jalen Ramsey's there. You throw him the ball and you take your chances. So, um, yeah, it's. I think it's concerning that here we are with two games to go and you're struggling to find answers, you know, and you had – two games where you've been so ice cold with Buffalo, that late touchdown was really a garbage time touchdown. And then, you know, in this game, you only come away with two touchdowns. So it's not what you want to see. And and you hope that Dak can put up 30 plus against this Detroit team, but they're tough. So we'll see. Jeff Kolb with us here in the G bag nation, one of the best young up and coming reporters we've got here in the DF dub Metroplex. Jeff, where, where are you kind of putting the Cowboys right now in the hierarchy of things in the NFC? I, I still think Philadelphia is struggling. They clearly split with them this year. They beat them a couple weeks ago. They're going to get a good test with Detroit coming up this Saturday night and then San Francisco losing last night to Baltimore. I mean, what's your confidence meter with them in the NFC currently? First off, I, I appreciate the compliment there. Um, I, you know, I still think that the Cowboys are one of the six or seven teams in this league that you can look at and say, I can see them winning the whole thing. And I know that's a tough pill, you know, right now coming off of these two games to maybe believe that that's possible, but um, I think they're right up there. And, you know, I, it was eye popping to me to hear Mike McCarthy laud this Detroit team as the big, the biggest challenge so far this year. And I don't know if I wasn't quite clear if he meant just at home because then he only mentioned Philly or if he meant overall, because in my opinion, it's clearly San Francisco is mm-hmm. the toughest challenge you've had. But uh, I think this Cowboys team has everything you need to go the distance. The question is, will they put it together? And we won't see before the postseason if they can beat a legit contending team on the road. And that's the scary part of that. You know, in my mind, the more I think about this, in some ways I'd almost like to see the Cowboys have a road test in the playoffs before they get to San Francisco. Uh, So they can maybe build a little bit of confidence in that sense. You know, we're making so much about road versus home, but when you look back the last two years, they've lost to the same Niners team. You know, they lost at home by what? uh, Six points two years ago and out there by seven points last year. So it was pretty close either way, regardless, you're going to have to go through San Francisco. So in my mind, I think the big thing for this team is just get right, get some momentum going into the playoffs, forget about the seeding, just get hot like you were during that six-game span right out of the bye week. Jeff, you mentioned earlier about attention to detail. That's kind of the vibe I'm 
thinking right now, or myself, the the angle. Where where are you on that with with the team? And you know some of the you know some of the things that happen in game or at the end of games. Uh, where are you on the attention to de- detail front? Yeah, that's a great point, Brian. I I don't I I believe so much in what McCarthy's built here. It seems like the sure. culture has just come a long way. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are these lingering bugaboos when you think of the penalty issues and just little things from this Miami game and other instances that come back to bite you. So that's another one, sort of like the CD situation that it's like, it's hard to put your finger on. And here we are, we've got two weeks until the postseason. And I think those are the types of things that really scare Cowboys fans. You know, everyone's talking about is, you know, this team on fraud alert and this and that. And, um, I don't think so, uh, you know, but they have to prove it. And when you have 27 years of this history lingering, um, you know, I think that does weigh on you, you know, and, and hopefully some Jimmy Johnson history Saturday can can kind of uh, be a good cleanser to that. What's your take? Uh, having been around Micah, it seems like, I mean, he, he definitely let things boil over. I think after that roughing the passer call, because he is clearly frustrated. He's not getting, the holding calls. I know we talked about it with Todd. Well, everybody's got a gripe is what Todd said. He made some good points there. I'm sure that Miles Garrett and TJ Watt and the best pass rushers in the game feel the same way. But you being around Micah uh, when you've had the opportunity to, I mean, where, where are your thoughts on that and how his frustration is right now? Yeah, Micah's been interesting to follow talking with him since his rookie year to now. I think he's, he's certainly changed in certain ways. He came in and he, he was willing to talk about everything. I think these days you can sense more that there are certain things he does want to talk about. And there are certain things that uh, he's going to put his head down and give you a short answer on. And the penalty thing he's talked a lot about, and I'm very split on this because, you know, I, I don't think that it helps your case to over talk about it because these refs are human and you can't tell me that they don't hear this and maybe file a little bit of prejudice about it in the back of their minds, but we see across sports, you know, this is a part of the game is talking to referees and lobbying for calls. We see that in basketball all the time and star guys get calls. So, you know, when you see some of the images come out on social media, like we did this week of him being held by two guys and there's no call and you, you know, process that it's been since what mid October, I believe since he's drawn a holding call. Yeah. I think there's a gripe there to be had. Um, I just don't know that talking about it does him much good. Do you feel like, though, that that as frustrated as he is, I understand saying not talking about it, but the, and you mentioned the the referees being human and all that, though, is what way does he what way does the point get across, though? That that's that's what mm-hmm. I mean. These these official these these the league everybody watches this tape and sees the games, and you see Micah Parsons continually get held. How else does he get his message across that I am? I'm tired of this, but you know, like Archer said, Hey, there's other defensive ends that have had to deal with this too, probably in the league. Yeah. You know, I think maybe the Cowboys should be going to bat for him more, you yeah. know? Um, and I didn't feel like Mike McCarthy had a whole lot to say. No, he really did. I mean, I know that no. the question he was asked was really about, you know, Micah and his reaction to it. You know, I, I'm sure Micah wouldn't hate if McCarthy came out and was a little bit more vocal to it. And quite honestly, you know, Jerry earlier today, he, he didn't really, I no. feel like, come out with a strong statement either. So, um, 
yeah, I, I don't know. It's a really tough situation, um, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of dumbfounded by it, to be honest. Yeah. Jeff, I know you cover uh, all sports here in the Metroplex, so are we uh, going to start the campaign, Luca for MVP soon? Boy, I think so. That was incredible last night. When you think about some of the wins that he has propelled this team to lately without Kyrie, you know, let's not forget the Lakers win uh, the yeah. other week. And then last night, I mean, it just feels like Doncic is kind of growing to a new level in front of our eyes over the last month or so. And whereas I think when you think back to the spring, I think, you know, I can speak for myself that, you know, even the idea of bringing Kyrie back, wasn't sure that's enough to win it all. I think Luke is changing my thought on that right now. Do you think, uh, Jeff, do you, are you buying in on the conditioning aspect of it with Luca? We kind of all feel like, I mean, he's just, he's such, a, fit. just such an outstanding player, but all these minutes and stuff, are you buying in like, man, different, different outlook, different, you know, physical makeup and all that with him? I, you know, you know, I think that is a concern, you know, especially when you think about all the summer basketball he's playing too. Um, hopefully Kyrie can take some of the load off. Yeah. But you just you have to ride this guy the way he's playing right now. And the West obviously is will be a gauntlet as it seems to be every year. So I hope he doesn't burn out. But I will say from what I've been able to see so far this year, it seems like his defense is better. That showed up the other night as well. Um, so I, th- I think he's in the best shape of his life. I think the concern to your point, Brian, is will he wear down? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out. Jeff Kolb with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Before we let you boogie out of here, man, we we do love talking food. I mean, Brian is our resident chef here. I'm curious <laughs> okay. what the spread was like in Miami and out of your travels so far, who does have the best press box spread outside of AT&T Stadium, which we know is very special. Yeah. First of all, nothing will top AT&T, at least in my travels so far, and I can't say I've been to every uh, NFL stadium. I, I was impressed with Miami, particularly – the halftime spread crept up on me. They had the uh, piggy in a blanket, which were very popular. So the press box was a little bit too cold. It seemed like the visiting media side was a little bit more air conditioned than it needed to be. Uh, but the but the food was top notch for sure. But nothing tops Jerry World. You guys know that. Nothing at all. I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. Jeff, uh, you're fantastic. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for giving us some time course enjoy the rest of the week have a happy new year and i'm sure we'll see you i'll see you on saturday night absolutely can't wait guys great to be on it and happy early new year thank you too jeff there he is jeff kolb fox four you can always catch him there along with sam gannon and mike Ducey doing fantastic work it is time for td tuesday the best calls from the National Football League. That coming up next here on The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. TD Tuesday here in the G-Bag Nation, and uh, the time has come. Best touchdown Colts from the weekend in the National Football League, a holiday weekend. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Uh, and let us know how you're doing and uh, how yesterday went. Did the Cowboys loss, does that kind of ruin your holiday? Uh, my sister was telling me the other day about how growing up, I'd go to the Thanksgiving Day game with my yeah. grandparents. So then we'd come back and we'd eat at my parents' house, and if they knew, everyone would just be like prepared, like, "Hey, don't don't say anything to him. Just let him, you know, do his <laughs> thing. He's going to be upset. He's going to be in a bad mood." And I just didn't realize the stress that my attitude, because the Cowboys lost, would then have on the rest of the family. So maybe you're that person in the family. I felt bad, but it's true. It's like just don't bother me. I just don't want to talk right now. So let me eat in silence. All right, the Cowboys just lost. Uh, and it would ruin the holiday. I think as I've gotten older, I've been able to kind of separate the two. But it can be hard when you get emotional and you're so yeah, invested. It's a lot worse when you're actually when you work for the team. I bet. And then you lose the holiday. I'll tell you what the, the worst thing is when you work for your team like the Cowboys, like I did in being from Dallas, and then your friends, you run into your friends, and they're like, what the hell are you doing over there, man? Ugh. You know, and, you, and now you you feel responsible and then the holidays, you know, you just you're telling people Merry Christmas, and you know they're miserable because you know the team's not winning, you know. See, so, you know they really don't want it. They're they're trying to be nice, but they're really not nice. You know, I don't blame them. You know, when you you know you people invest a lot in this team. Yeah, a lot of their time, a lot of their effort, their money. You know, they go to games, they buy merchandise and stuff like that. And you know, when they don't win, that's that's tough. I mean, that's that's. It's tough being a fan. It really, really is for yeah. some of these teams. And it's just, uh, you know, it, it feels like, oh, it's the same broken damn record yeah. every year. Talking well, about well, details. and Well, no, you're trying to, you know, and, and whereas broadcasters here, you know, when we, we do the pre- and post-game yep. show, we try to set you up what, you know, we think could happen. The post-game, we're, you know, we're trying to do the, you know, what we thought happened. And then you sit down and actually do the autopsy of what happened, and you're like going, God, they wasted a big opportunity here. You know, they, 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 if they just would have done this differently in this game. And I think it's a hard thing for fans to, when they see the same thing, you know, they see the same mistakes or, you know, penalties or just misplays, missed opportunities that, you know, it can ruin your holiday. Yeah, absolutely can. All right, let's do it. Let's break into uh, this edition of TD Tuesday. Boom shaka luck. Boom shaka luck. Boom shaka lock, TD Tuesday shaka lock. Oh, for the last time in 2023, it's TD Tuesday, and we start off with a Christmas 
TD. This was a fumble recovery from the Las Vegas Raiders. Pacheco's in the Wildcat. He's lined up under Humphrey, who hands it to Mahomes. Ball, it's on the turn. Score. Picks it up. There you go. <laughs> Bilal Nichols, touchdown. That's oh, my get. goodness. Yeah. They tried the trick play, and when Pacheco handed it off to Mahomes, he dropped it, and Bilal Nichols has a big man touchdown. It's mm, so good. Nothing like Lincoln Kennedy giving it that. That's what you deserve. That's what, yeah. you, that's what you deserve. That's, that's music to my ears, yeah, bro. So that's some good, good homerism on the call. I love Lincoln, it. Lincoln, Lincoln's good, man. Oh, man, it was, good so, it was so great. The Ra- Raiders radio network there. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Falcons, where all they had to do was put in Taylor Heineke, and they're finally able to get their tight end in the end zone for a TD. First and 10 at the 24. Pitts in London to the left with Jonu Smith. Here's Heineke looking left, going to lob for the end zone. Pitts, touchdown Atlanta. Taylor Heineke threw it with enough air under it, Arts, and KP could run, go catch it. Loved it. Oh, we didn't hear Dave Archer on the call. No, I was hoping we'd get a little Atlanta Falcon bleed through there, but we didn't. Yeah, didn't get any bleeding. Well, we did, uh, of course, we had the Raiders, a couple of defensive touchdowns. We now go to Kansas City. Where they had a, they looked to be in their bag. I mean, this would put them in the lead, but this was the last really awesome moment that they had offensively as Isaiah Pacheco got himself a touchdown. They're going to bring it. They fake it on a pitch to Mahomes. Here comes Pacheco inside the 10, inside the 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. A wildcat direct snap to Pacheco who faked a toss coming around left to right to Mahomes. Pacheco keeps it and tastes the sweet nectar. Eggnog in the end zone, a 12-yard <laughs> touchdown run by Pacheco. <laughs> the sweet nectar eggnog. Oh, man, Danny Hughes is the color guy there. Danny was like laughing. Like, yeah, oh, where are you going with the like, all right. sweet nectar Way bit? Way to yeah. make it somewhat Christmas-like. He made it Christmas-like. He did. He tried. Yeah. Good job for Mitch there, Chiefs Radio Network, with the call. All right, let's go to Seattle, where this one got tense as they were back and forth with the Titans, but Geno found a way to deliver. Parkinson on the left. Gino looks that way, throws back shoulder. Parkinson has the catch. Touchdown, Seahawks. The Seahawks line up all three of their star wideouts to the right. They throw backside to Parkinson, and the Seahawks go up 19 to 17. 19 to 17, they got the win. And the now Hawks, they're sitting in the playoffs at 8 big, and 7. Big win for the Hawks. Yep, and they're going to have to find a way to uh, win their next two, most likely, yeah. if they want to secure a spot into the postseason. They're now, sitting in the seventh seed right now, right? Yeah, and uh, the Rams are the sixth. Right. How about the Rams? So how about three NFC West teams right now currently in the oh, postseason? There you go. And I don't think midseason we were thinking that. All right, Derrick Henry, all this guy does is when he gets the opportunity to throw the football, it's usually a TD. It's a 153 rating. Take it away, King ball Henry. Officially at the 13, first and 10, Titans in the pistol. They roll Henry. He's going to throw it. Man is wide open. Okay. Touchdown! <laughs> Titans, Chig Akakwo on the halfback pass. <laughs> Derrick Henry, who throws it well, makes the play. Henry now 8 of 10 passing in his career for 41 yards and five touchdowns. Akakwo right there. That's <laughs> King Henry. Name, yeah. Through that TD. What a beautiful pass by Derrick Henry. Is, uh, he had that terrible stat line a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's able to. Come back around. He's out to negotiate his, yeah, for passing contract. He's trying. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I play quarterback for you? Yeah, Maybe please. that'll be a better deal. Please. All right, let's go to the Lions, the team that will be coming to AT&T Stadium on Saturday night, and they're an outstanding rookie. They've got two with Sam Laporta and Jameer Gibbs, but this one's a TD for the Gibby. 
Goff is going to move in behind center. Gibbs the lone back behind him. First and goal, Lions. Goff takes the snap, turns, gives to Jameer. Run right to the house. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Untouched. <laughs> they just opened it for 26, and he found it. Found it. Man, that guy already 1,000 yards rushing. Yeah. I think he might have 10 touchdowns. He's one of our faves. He we was. I mean, the, he's uh, a special player. Yep. No, a lot of people were like, oh, don't take a run. Running no. backs to make an impact. He does make an impact. And he's he's been fantastic. Hope he didn't make too big of an impact this next Saturday. No, hopefully yeah. he doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, all right. Let's go to the New York Giants, where they gave oh. us just a little bit of hope. They were playing games with our hearts. To Rod Taylor, to Darius Slayton for the TD. Taylor back to throw. Looks left. Deep ball down the left side. He's got Slayton who makes the catch at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Giants! Darius Slayton on a 70-yard touchdown catch. And the Giants score quickly and answer Philadelphia. Man, and unfortunately... Bob Papa with the call. I mean, they, we, haven't, we haven't got a lot of good love for the Giants this year with no. Bob on that call, but right there, I'm I, thinking, it, okay, here we go. Here we go, maybe, boys. Maybe they could play that final game at the Meadowlands. Maybe they'll figure something out there. You know, and the Eagles kind of fall apart that last one. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I'm maybe. hoping. Fingers crossed. Hey, maybe the Cardinals. Maybe Kyler Murray that, that, runs that, around. That ain't, that ain't happening. Okay. Right. ain't happening. We've got to hope for the Giants. I'm not, not going to do it. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Hope for the Giants. All right, let's go to Washington. The Commanders, they rallied. They thought they had a chance to win. They didn't, but they did get themselves a touchdown rushing. Third and one, just outside the one. Brissett in the gun, snap, handoff, up the middle. Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! Rodriguez again! (laughs) Put him in. That's now his third touchdown of the game. All three touchdowns have been from the rookie. It's Gibson. It's Gibson. It's hard to see that four, that three. Oh, it was a sneak attack touchdown. They thought it was the rookie Chris Rodriguez yeah. Jr. for his third from Kentucky. It ends up being Antonio Gibson. Where the hell did this guy come from? I'll tell you what, man. They, they've they've got some talented running backs so with the commanders. Just haven't haven't pulled it together like we all kind of thought they would. Shout, shout out to problem. Uh, our friend Julie Donaldson. With, Julie uh, Donaldson, helping yeah. with the work there. She does a great job. All right, let's go to the Ravens. And, uh, well, their call broadcast team had fun last night. As they go to San Francisco, they slay what others thought might be the best team in football. I know I did. Ravens now currently have a uh, hold of that claim. Lamar Jackson running around, and he finds Nelson Aguilar for the TD. Lamar takes the snap in the shotgun. Steps up, pocket collapsing. Now he runs to the left, extending, extending, fires end zone. Touchdown, Nelson Aguilar! And the Ravens extend their lead. Mm, Really good, really good job by the Ravens last night. It was fantastic. All right, San Francisco on the other side of this. For a moment, they thought, okay, we got ourselves a football game. As Christian McCaffrey, CMC, tries to say, "Uh uh-uh, Brock, I'm the MVP of this team. 49ers look to tie the game if they go for two. Here's Purdy. Stretch to McCaffrey. Coming left. Takes it right down to the goal line. Diving for the end zone. Touchdown! C-M-C! Greg Papa. Another Papa. The yeah. Papa's just trading off The Papa's here. trading off San there. Francisco with their touchdown, unfortunately, uh, for them. They did not get another one uh, in the football game. Now we go to... Green Bay, where the Packers were able to survive, avoid Brian and me doing a bet payoff yes, for this yes. week. Yes, Jordan Love finding Romeo Dobbs. 
Love waits for the snap, and here it is. Rashawn has time, throws left side of the end zone. Catch made. Romeo Dobbs has the pylon. Touchdown, Green Bay. And he throws the football into the stands. Wayne Larrabee on the Hell call. Hell yeah, Wayne. Yep. Get him. I, I liked when he was like, here's your dagger. Yeah, Larry McCarron, he's the color. He could be a homer guy, too. Yeah. I'm, he could be, be some homer. We're looking for those. Yeah, yep. Now, what a week for George Pickens. Everyone is like, bleep this guy. Yeah. Uh, Steelers culture. We've got issues. He doesn't want to block for his teams. Nobody likes him in the locker room. And then what does he do? He goes out there and puts up in a, a monster game. Steelers win. And it all started with Antonio Brown's Eskimo bro, Mason Rudolph, finding Mr. Pickens. Mason Rudolph in the gun. He empties the set. Pass over the middle. is caught by Pickens. He's on his way. He's at the 40, the 50, the 45, the 40. Here comes George Pickens all the way for a Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. 86 yards. Man, I kind of missed the picket to Pickens. Picket yes, to Pickens a little I bit. that one too. Yeah. But that was Rudolph. A very Christmas name. Finding his guy. George Pickens. All right, uh, Cowboy fans are all like, what the hell? Why did we let Amari Cooper go? That was all the text we were getting. And I understand it. I'll never get why they made that move, but they made it personal. And uh, they've moved on. But Amari's doing great things in Cleveland. And so is MVP Joe Flacco. What? From the 25, play fake to Hunt. And a roll out to the left. Flacco eyes downfield. Deep shot. Left sideline. Once Cooper. He has it. Running free at the 20. At the 10. Touchdown! Cooper is in the end zone with a 75-yard touchdown. Man. Uh, yeah, but the last month of the season, you could say that Joe Flacco sure, might sure. be. I mean, nobody's the MVP right sure, now. Is yeah. it Lamar? I don't know. Dak? No. Josh vote, Allen? Vote for Joe Birdie. Flacco's a good vote. You know, I'm voting for Flacco. Yeah. Believe it. He's elite. Yeah. All right. Uh, the one team that we were thinking, haha, can't wait to play them in the postseason, and now they're playing really, really well. Yeah. That'd be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fire, yep. fire them cannons. Fire, fire, fire them cannons. Baker? Godwin on the right edge to the left is Evans dropping back to throw. Maybe throws a far side. Caught ball! Mike Evans! Touchdown Tampa Bay! Fire the cannons! Bucks take a 9 to nothing lead! Dude, Baker's been crushing it right now. He has been. And I'm hoping he's getting all his good football out now. Yeah. And the Cowboys go and steamroll him. Uh, unless maybe Philadelphia poops on themselves and the Cowboys can win the division and host a game. That'd be great. But if they got to go to Tampa Bay right now, they got Rashad White in that running game going. Yeah. It's not as easy as we envisioned no, it would be. No, hell no, it's not. No, Baker Mayfield's playing well. They got those wide receivers. Yep. You know, they got a decent offensive line. We'll see what they do defensively. I, I thought kind of Todd Bowles was kind of on his way out. Me too. I'm thinking, yeah. great. I'd love to play any of those yep. teams. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're playing good football. Got to give them some credit right now. All right, let's go to Chicago where Justin Fields is still trying to say, this is my team as he finds who? Is this guy still playing? Snap, play fake. Fields fakes the end around the Mooney. Now rolling to his right, being chased. Zings it into the end zone. Wide open. Mercedes Lewis. Touchdown, touchdown Bears. One-yard toss and the 40th career touchdown for Mercedes Lewis. Okay, he's played about 40 years, and he's now got 40 touchdowns. He and I were in the same draft class. Holy, I mean, seriously, I think he's been in the league for 20 years. He has been. I think he might have been drafted in 03. Yep. And and maybe I'm off a year or two, but Mercedes Lewis (laughs) is the, the gift that keeps on giving. He's playing... Still, and gets a touchdown there from Justin Fields. Congratulations. All right, uh, the one cowboy moment that we thought, hell yeah, let's get this. Dak Prescott finding Brandon Cooks. Snap is back third down. Throwing it left side of the end zone for Cooks. Leaping up. Cooks. Did he catch it? Yes. Touchdown, Cowboys. What a throw and catch from Prescott to Cooks with 3.27 left in the game. Mm. 
Uh, and unfortunately, if we could have just ended the game there, we're just going to pretend game ended there. Yeah. Cowboys sitting at you 11 wish. and 4 right now. Yeah. Woohoo! Let's go. Bring on the Lions. We wrap up TD Tuesday with another Christmas Eve touchdown from the special teams as it was New England finding a way to beat Denver. The run up and the swing of the leg by Ryland. His kick is driven toward Mims. He taps his chest. He's going to return it. No, he's oh. going to drop it. Picks it up at the four. Runs to the left hash mark 10. Ball's oh. knocked loose. It's picked up it. by New England. Touchdown. It's a touchdown, Patriots. Covered up by Cody Davis. A muff initially. A momentary recovery. And then Cody Davis, after the ball was knocked free, covering up in the end zone. Mm, absolutely beautiful. Uh, and I love New England sports radio with that. What do we got? Reggie White showed the Cheddar Biscuits. Did he? Oh, they got the Reggie White 30 for 30, and that's one of my favorite stories in sports history. We're talking about the recruitment of Reggie White, and it was the Cheddar Biscuits from the Red Lobster. That and $12 million that we gave him. simple man. Yeah. Well, yeah, the $12 million sure helped. Yeah. Those Cheddar Bay Biscuits, baby. The, chest, the Cheddar That's bay- what it's all about. <laughs> all right, there's another edition of TD Tuesday. Last one for 2023. We'll see you in 2024. Uh, for that, and appreciate everybody playing along. All right, let's cross talk with the get right. Chris Arnold, Alec Medford, next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Thank you very much, Lucius. About your crosstalk here with tonight's Get Right. That would be uh, Alec Medford, the three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer. Chris Arnold, I did see this, and uh, we've had the first responders bowl with Texas State and Rice on. Texas State apparently has uh, drinking SMU Stadium out of beer. Just very on brand. <laughs> very on brand for that is a party right school. There. That's what I'm talking about. Go get them, Bobcats. All right, fellas, how the hell are you doing, and what do you have coming up on the show? Oh, oh we're doing great, boys. And we've got my old boss, Katie Drummond, Cowboys Wire, at uh, 820 tonight. And then we got to talk about this Micah Parsons non-call thing. 
We got to talk a, about that. He's a nighttime staple. We used to have a weekly with him when we were on the nosebleed mm-hmm. seats at he's night. Great. Katie's a great dude. Tell him we said what's up. Will do. And I think I actually got the gig with him because I got his number producing nice. for you guys. Oh, yeah, so, let's go. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's a very full circle moment. But yeah, always great to talk ball with Katie. By the way, I don't think this week we should call it the get right. And I'm just saying this because I was listening to Reg Atatula <laughs> and Mike Bassick um, this midday because I told him. And Reg kept saying the get right when he meant the KNC masterpiece. Uh, yes. And then Mike just said, wait a minute, I want to be on the get right because I have been on all the different shows and I want to be able to say I've been on the get right. And then Atolo texted in and said, Reg, don't even call it the KNC masterpiece. Don't call it the KMC masterpiece. Don't even call it the get right. Call it the get Mike. So I think get if Reg is on the daytime, that's the get Mike or the get right because Mike Bassick wants it to be the get right. I'm in on and that. And we can be something else because the get right's on in the midday. Hell yeah. The get Mike. I like the get that. get Mike. That's awesome. Uh, so have you guys been able to you know recover, bounce back after what happened with the Cowboys and Dolphins? Yeah, a little bit. Um, it, Christmas? Yeah, it was a tough watch. And luckily, you know, Christmas time is a great way to kind of just distract yourself from all of that. But, you know, in the moment, very angering. But I am pleased with some of the improvements you saw. I'm not a big moral victory guy. But it did feel like the run defense was pretty solid for three quarters of the game uh, in my eyes. And that was what I was concerned with this, uh, you know, top five rushing attack in Miami. And guess what? You got another one coming to town sure in do. the Detroit Lions. So it's nice that it at least got a little bit better. Uh, I thought the quarterback played okay. I thought the offensive line was abysmal. And I thought outside of that, uh, why the hell are we not throwing CeeDee Lamb the football for two and three quarters? I hate to tell y'all, but I'm distracted because I'm watching Broadus watch the press conference Dude, scene Brian the 30 is so, for 30 for Reggie. Because he's, he's, so he's looking at all of his friends from Green Bay, and yeah. I don't blame him. I, and he's giving us play-by-play this during is the amazing. break this about is, how everybody's changed over the years. They far have the Viking in there. Yeah, that, yeah, and the shoes. That was probably... There was uh, Andy Reid. I used to put a beer on top of his Mike locker in a Gatorade cup. I probably wasn't helping there. Uh <laughs> But yeah, here we are. Yeah, this is this, all this, his friends. Oh, this is in, and yeah, May fourteenth in ninety six. This is when Favre went to the Miniger Clinic, uh, in <laughs> for uh, in Kansas to try and get an addiction. His uh, his now wife is there at the time. It was a uh, like a, a girlfriend. Uh, like she's like, listen, we're gonna take the baby and leave if you don't get help. Did he and, say he cured his addiction with golf or was that LT? Uh, that was LT, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Uh, Not Ladanian Tomlinson, but Lawrence Taylor. I think. I think. Yeah, Reggie was. Uh, this was crazy, man. This was. Uh, this was a uh, the recruitment of Reggie White was. I they went back and and they were showing all the like the the whole thing with what he was going through with like he was like he was at the Atlanta he was at the the House of Representatives and mm-hmm. everybody's doing all this stuff. We honestly, we took him to Red Lobster. That's that's, that's where what we. Closed I the mean, deal. everybody and and I'll tell you this: the only reason we got him to visit Green Bay is because we took a private plane and flew it down there and picked him up. Oh, that's okay. the only reason we got him because he wasn't going to get on. He wasn't going to. We were the last team to visit with him, and so you know the deal. It, uh, yeah, you know crazy the, Brian. These guys are so young; they don't. Yeah. Know. Back the in the 90s in and 80s, Field. nobody wanted to go to Green Bay. That's like no, going to that's Antarctica. Yeah. It's like, no, no no big name yeah. wanted to be traded there. If you want to get somebody in line, yeah. threaten to trade them to Green Bay, nobody was going to sign there as a free agent. Reggie White made it like, he wow, did. we could go. He, did. He, gave us, he, gave us so much, he gave us so much credibility 
Favre, wow. it's a shame we didn't, uh, you know, Sterling, uh, Sterling uh, Sharp yeah. mm-hmm. was part of our team, and he got he got injured. I mean, that guy played through a ton the first two years we were in Green Bay, and I, I'm so sad that he wasn't part of our Super Bowl team mm-hmm. in 96. But th- to see this 30 for 30 and see all these guys and uh, Jeremy White, Reggie's son. Matter of fact, Jeremy White is a huge Cowboys fan. Oh, His right. son is a huge Cowboys fan. Cowboy we need fan. to get Jeremy on air. Yeah, Went my time and talked to him, That'd be awesome. but yeah, he's a he's a huge cowboy fan. His dad was is a legend at Philadelphia, but he was he was all about the uh, Dallas Cowboys. It's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah. It, it, it is cool getting. I need to go back and watch this thirty for thirty. It, I swear, I'm getting a kick out of watching Broadus watch this. This is so exciting. Cool. Yeah, it like, really is. Yeah, this, this grin on his face because yeah. I'm. It's I like love like, like, this, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look at all these guys, man. Good cool. old days. Yeah, see Reggie, like he would like to the. I would drive him every day down to practice. Mm-hmm. Like he'd get my car, I'd pick him up underneath the stadium, and I'd drive him through and around because he did. He had to. There were days where he's like, "Oh, Brian, I'm going to walk," and he'd sign autographs and walk. And then every other day we would because <laughs> he didn't want to be rude to the fans, so yeah, he had you yeah. drive him through. Well, him, he yeah. let me drive, and he would hide. Mm-hmm. He would he would hide yeah. down in the seat. That's awesome. He'd hide down in the seat, and I'd drive him to practice. And then he would he would remind me like, "Hey, Rev, you need to ride." And he's like, "No, I'm going to walk through the crowd today, Brian." And he would he'd walk back to from the practice fields up the hill up to Lambeau Field where we would uh where we'd ha- had it. our yeah. My gosh, mm-hmm. this is this is incredible. It is this, okay. This is probably this is the last time Detroit had a. Uh, uh, they just showed it. Detroit having they a home playoff Lions. game. That yeah, 1993. Yeah. 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, Crazy. They'll get one this year. And then, oh, get Garrett. Get him. Get him. Jason that Garrett. Oh, yeah. Game. Chasing after Jason Garrett. <laughs> All right, yeah. Alec, earlier uh, I went and saw the Iron Claw yesterday. Okay. And it was, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's a gut-wrenching Yeah, play, yeah. But it was good. Okay, good. But I did, a, I did the top ten best wrestlers of all time. I heard your mm-hmm. list. So, I mean, number one was Stone Cold Steve Austin. But if you had to, like, rank, you know, who do you think are some of your top ten? <sighs> who, who's, like, a no-brainer? They're in there for you. Shawn Michaels is up there. Yeah, he was in the top ten. Um, mm, Undertaker is up there. Number two. Um, you know what? I think because of the cultural impact he had, I'm going to throw Brock Lesnar up there. Okay. Mm. Um, and he's incredible in the ring. When he wants to work with you, he will work. Um, John Cena, obviously. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, some of the modern guys. Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. uh, greatest luchador to ever do it. Where you put um, The Rock? I'd say The Rock is top five, and they it's mainly no- because of the mic skills. They had him number yeah. three. Um, yeah, he's definitely top five. It seems like that's what, at least from the movie, Mm-hmm. It seemed like that's what Kevin Von Erich lacked a little bit. You want to hear and his brother Mike had the the Mike yeah. skills. And the, the funny thing is, my dad went to school, I think, with Carrie, and okay. he Carrie was like, like a badass. yeah, he was like they they didn't talk, and when they did, it was because you did something wrong, oh. you know. So he was like, you kind of stayed away from him. But I haven't seen the movie yet. I think I'm gonna go see it Friday. But I, I saw a tweet that was so real because you said it was real depressing. Yeah. I, I just couldn't wait to see the reaction from how many, you know, like women my age group went to go see it just because of Jeremy Allen White and Zach Efron. And then, and then they left with their hearts broken yep. and they can't look at life the same because they didn't realize how messed up that family oh. story is. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. It's so tragic. Yeah. It's like the Kennedys of wrestling. Yes. Seriously. Mm. And and you guys know I'm not Mr. Wrestling guy. That's you guys. I, but guess what? I had encounters with Carrie and Kevin and you mentioned Stone Cold. We had him on G-Bag Nation out at Texas Motor Speedway. The Kerry Von Eric thing, he came out to K-104 in Grand Prairie. I did not know this at the time, and he told me, he said, I had to get my foot amputated. Mm. And I said, which one? And so he raises his leg up, and he's, you know, 
in the boot. It was like a prosthetic. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And he goes, nope. And then with Kevin, Kevin was in Hawaii, and I was talking about Stranglehold being his entrance music. And so I tweeted him. He followed me back and DM'd me and was telling me all about it. So we had. That's Kevin. awesome. Yeah. So That's really small cool. Oh, and again, I'm not the wrestling guy because I can't no, keep I mean, up a lot with of the this was My dad grew up loving them because, I mean, the, yeah, the every- Simpsons would wrestle here and they were yeah. South African guys. My dad knew them in South Africa. So mm-hmm. the Simpsons would wrestle with the Von Erichs. Mm-hmm. So he was super plugged into this. I mean, my dad was all about it. And I liked, I mean, when, uh, you know, you, you had The Rock and right. the Kurt Angle mm-hmm. uh, and Triple H in their heyday. Yeah, That's when I was on. young. And I, I was plugged in and paying attention then. And then I grew out of it. But. It's definitely, uh, it's, it's a tragic story, but a great movie. I can't wait to see the movie. And one small note about the Sportatorium, which is located just downtown, and everybody used to go. Only time I ever went there, Skip Bayless was writing a column <laughs> about the Sportatorium, oh, and he asked me to go with him to the Sportatorium. Was he scared? Of course he was scared. That's why he asked me to go with him. Because he was scared of his, oh, I can tell you scary stuff. Anyway, but Skip went down there. I went with him, and it was just like you'd expect. The sport of tournament. I wish the greatness of the sport of tournament. It is greatness, out, especially man. now that this movie's out. So many new people will hear about it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, have a have a kick-ass show. We'll be sure. listening. Thanks, sir. Uh, thank you so much to everybody involved with this one, Lucius. Another tremendous show, Brian. On behalf of the general, Gavin Dawson, Eric Chiafal. We'll be back tomorrow at two. Until then, hugs and hand pounds, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.